Get ready for your daily dose of marketing strategies and tactics from entrepreneurs with the guile and experience to help you find success in any marketing capacity. You're listening to Marketing School with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. Hey, Marketing School listeners, I have an interesting stat for you. Did you know that Walmart improved their conversion rate by 2% for every second that they improved their load time? In other words, website speed helps with conversions. In addition to that, Google uses it to determine where your site ranks in their index. So the faster your website loads, the higher you'll rank. For that reason, I want to talk to you today about a company called DreamHost. DreamHost powers the web with fast websites and superior customer service brought to you by a team of web experts who are super committed to your success online. We've worked with them to create a special offer just for Marketing School listeners. All you have to do is go to dreamhost.com slash school to learn more and get your website online today. Okay, everyone, it's time for another episode of Marketing School. I'm your host, Eric Su. And I'm Neil Patel. And today we're going to be talking about how you can cut your Google AdWords cost because we just talked about how you can cut your Facebook ads costs. And it's the same concept here. Whenever you're running ads, you wanna make sure that you're driving the costs down constantly. It's always an iteration, iterative process, I should say, and you're always trying to optimize and get better over time. So the first thing I will say is, when you're running ads, you know you, you wanna be trying different formats out there. So one format that you might, might wanna start out with is Gmail advertising. And this has more to do with targeting, uh, the example I'm gonna give you right now. So if I'm Coca-Cola, I want to target people that are opening emails from Pepsi.com, Monster.com, or RedBull.com because these are the these are the people that uh, are are consuming you know similar drinks. So what you can do there, I mean, you're able to use Gmail ads target those people specifically. But my key thing is here: it, it, it doesn't just apply to Gmail ads, but you want to make sure that you have the right targeting in place. So when you're first starting out, you might be targeting competitors, you might be targeting publishers, you might be targeting. Uh, other types of trade shows as well. Or if you're running Facebook ads or Google ads, you can target lookalike audiences as well, as well. So it's all about getting the targeting right first. I'm just using Gmail as an example here to get started. Neil? When it comes to cost with advertising, ads will always cost more when you fast forward in time. Why? It becomes more competitive. If other people see that you're making money, don't you think that they're going to be jumping on the bandwagon as well? That's the reason why ads keep going up they're always gonna get more expensive if you fast forward three, four, five, ten 10 years from now. So what should you do? Well, you can optimize your ad campaigns and Eric will give a lot more tips about that, but you should also optimize your landing pages. If someone comes to your website and they buy one out of every 100 people and it's profitable, if you can increase your conversion rate to two out of every 100, what happens? You now can spend more money to acquire customers due to the fact that your conversion rate just went up. So how do you do this? Well, A-B testing, right? We talked about CRO in the past. I'm gonna give you specific tips for AdWord campaigns. The first is, if you're gonna be running a campaign, you're bidding on a keyword. If you don't include that keyword within your landing page, you're making a big mistake. And not just anywhere within your landing page, ideally within the heading. So whatever keywords you're bidding on, that keyword should be within the heading of that landing page. Now you don't wanna, like let's say you're bidding on the keyword online marketing. You don't want your heading to just be online marketing. It has to be catchy. So what should you do? Well, Google for the keyword online marketing. Look at the organic results. Look to see what's at top. 
it's not always based on backlinks. One big factor that Google goes through is click-through rate. The listings that, the organic listings that have the highest click-through rate tend to show up higher up. So look for title tags that are really appealing that you can potentially build off of. So if you find something that's really uh, simple, such as like um, online marketing made simple, a step-by-step -step guide, I'm making it up. You can then take it, play off of it, and create a similar type of heading within your Google AdWords landing page that you're sending traffic to. The other thing you need to do is make sure that your copy flows, ideally in a story, and you wanna only pitch one product or a service. Don't offer multiple options on a page. When you give people too many options, it typically hurts conversions. Sure, if you're an e-commerce site, I can see how showing a bit more options are great, and yes, you wanna show the popular ones first, but in general, having one product offering per page does the best. One thing to add, when you're doing Google specifically, this is, this is not a, a general recommendation. This, this is gonna apply only in certain scenarios. So let, let's just say, for example, if I'm Nike and I wanna sell more Nike red shoes, okay, that could be an ad group, and I can very well have 10 to 20 different types of keywords in there for different types of shoes where I have red shoes, right? What you want to do here instead is perhaps you want to think about running a single keyword ad group type of campaign. So right here, you're getting a lot more targeted in terms of what you're targeting. So for example, right here, you might be targeting Nike red Metcon shoes. In this case, your ad's going to be a lot more relevant to people. It's going to speak to people more that are looking for that. Your, your click-through rates are going to be higher. Your CPA is going to be lower. And overall, you're just going to be more satisfied when you're running these types of ads. So again, this isn't this is this doesn't apply for everyone. If you have millions of SKUs, this not this might not apply because it might not be practical. But if you're a smaller business, chances are a single keyword ad group is going to perform better for you, and you're going to be able to drive costs even lower. When people don't buy from your website, they have a reason. Sometimes they're just looky loos or window shoppers, whatever you want to call them. But in most cases, there's a reasoning. It could be, hey, you don't offer free shipping when everyone else does. Or it could be, I don't know if your product's that great. There's no user reviews on there. There must be reasons on why people aren't buying. They're called objections. So what you wanna do is go into your Google Analytics, look at how long it takes the average person, you can segment from just all the people who are buying, and you wanna look at, at how long does it take for all the people who are buying roughly to go through the whole funnel, right? And then you can look at how long are they on that landing page. From there, you know if the average person is on there for 30 seconds, if someone's on there for 45 seconds, the chances are they're not gonna end up buying. So when someone's on there for longer than the average time, you can just ask them a simple question through Qualaroo or SurveyMonkey. Qualaroo can pop up time-based surveys, and you can ask them a question like, what else would you like to see on this page? Is there any specific questions you would like us to answer for you? you do these open-ended surveys. You don't wanna have multiple choice because if people just click an option, it won't necessarily tell you what objections they have. Then when you're doing these open-ended questions and you get these responses, you take the ones that are the most common. So if you have 50 responses and 30 people say free shipping, you wanna adjust your copy to handle these objections. You would then put free shipping on the page. Can't afford free shipping? No worries, put free shipping, increase the price point of the product you're selling and you can run an A-B test chances are that'll help boost conversions. The point I'm trying to make is, it's all about answering objections. If you find out the 10 most common things on why people won't be buying or signing up from your landing page and you answer them within your copy, 
you're much more likely to get a lead, a sale, a conversion. Great. And one, one thing I want to bring up, Gary Vaynerchuk has a really good quote here where he says he likes to day trade attention. So back in the day when he had a e-commerce site where he sold wine called Wine Library, he was able to get clicks for the keyword wine for about five cents a pop. This is, you know, I, th- I think it's much more than that now. You're probably paying a couple bucks. So when you're able to arbitrage like that um, in the beginning when nobody's really taking advantage of a channel, that's when you're going to make the most money. So you want to find the areas where you can capitalize the most on. And in some cases with even these juggernauts like Facebook and Google, you might think that, hey, these are so saturated already and, and the costs are just going to continue to go up. Well, here's the thing. Facebook, for example, when you're starting with video ads right now, you're able to get views sometimes for a, a fraction of a penny. It's very, very cheap right now because here's the thing. Video isn't table stakes yet. It, it's, it's harder to do a video um, and you also have to transcribe it so you can add a caption as well. It's hard to do this stuff so people are kind of shying away from it and they're not sure video is working yet. There are studies coming out but not a lot of people are talking about it yet. Um, you want to be the first mover in a lot of these cases because the people with video, they're killing it right now. They're driving lead costs for very, very cheap. You know, in some cases, 25 cents to 50 cents and the CPAs are extremely, extremely low right now. So you want to look for these areas where, you know, you could day trade attention. You could consider that and with video, not a lot of attention has gone there yet. Although now in your newsfeed, you are starting to see more video. Um, and if you're a brick and mortar shop, you know, your mom and pop shop, well, here's the other thing. With Google, you can advertise on Google Maps as well. That just came out recently. Um, they're getting better about advertising on content. So if you produce a lot of, um, if you have a lot of stuff that might serve well as a native ad, um, you're able to do that inside of content as well. So Google's just getting better and better. Facebook's getting better and better as well. They're trying to make the experience better for you. Uh, Instagram ads also improving as well. You wanna make sure you're going to places that where, where it's not too saturated yet and where your people are hanging out. Another thing that you should consider if you want to reduce your ad costs is look at channels that require more work. It's really simple to set up a Google text-based ad. doesn't take much work. You can get it up within minutes, if not seconds, if you already have an ad account. But creating a video pre-roll ad on YouTube requires more work. If you're running an AdWords campaign, why not expand it into YouTube? We do it, and we do this with crazyegg.com. You know how effective our campaign is? Well, think of it this way. With most software as a service companies, people will spend money on advertising and they'll be like, oh cool, yeah, we spend roughly six months of the customer. Uh, that's our cost per acquisition, right? It's six months of the lifetime. If the lifetime value of your customer is three years, a lot of companies will pay six months or even a year to acquire that customer. With YouTube ads, it's so effective that we're able to recuperate our money in the first 30 days in which whatever signups that we're driving through YouTube we're profitable from day one. The beautiful part is with advertising, credit cards, net 30, you can pay them after all. Technically, we're collecting our money before we even have to pay our YouTube ad costs. Here's a final bonus point. American Express, you're gonna owe us money for this. If you wanna pay net 60, American Express has a plum card. It's not the best card overall, but if you need cash flow, it's a good card for you. There is a small annual fee attached to it. You either get get 1.5% cash back or you pay net 60 as well. So um, if cash is, if you're in the cash buying right now or you just like to have more, uh, more kind of breathing room, the American Express plum card, check that out. So with that being said, that's it for today's marketing school lesson. We'll see you in tomorrow's episode. This session of Marketing School has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe for more daily marketing strategies and tactics to help you find the success you've always dreamed of. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you in class tomorrow right here on Marketing School. Oh, 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 oh